What is up, everybody? Episode 38 of the Will Wonder Pod. Hope everyone has uh, had a very happy and safe Labor Day weekend. Uh, I was pretty busy over the weekend. Friday evening, uh, I actually DJed a, a birthday party for one of my good friend's daughters. It was her 16-year-old uh, birthday party, and and to be honest, I haven't done a party or any type of get-together or function or anything for anyone under the age of 21 in, <clears throat> I don't know, probably almost 10 years now, um, but it was a lot of fun. The, the one thing I will say, for the very first time in the history of me DJing, I felt old. And there's two reasons for this. <laughs> Number one, uh, I started DJing around like quarter after 6, 6.30 and ended at 11. And I was standing that whole time, which used to not even be an issue. You know, we used, I used to be able to DJ five hours, no problem. Well, my back was tight. My legs were hurting. And I just sat there and thought, damn, is this, is this really what it's come to, you know? Uh, but I guess so just standing for that amount of time did a, did some work on my, (laughs) my lower back and my legs, but all is well now, a couple days after I feel great. The second reason I felt old was just the requests that were coming from the kids. There was quite a few of them there. Um, and they, you know, they danced almost the whole time, which was really dope, but you know, a couple of artists I anticipated them asking for city girls. Sure. Drake. Sure. Um, there was a lot of requests for like T Grizzly. There was a lot of requests for uh, Little Dirk, King Vaughn, Pooh Shiesty. Just songs that um, I didn't think were like songs you would dance to, but I'll be damned if they didn't dance. I'll be damned if when I uh, played First Day Out by T Grizzly, they didn't rap the whole thing as loud as they possibly could. So. That also made me feel old, (laughs) but it was a really good time. Um, And yeah, got home around midnight and fell asleep and then woke up early Saturday morning and my dad had come to visit, hung out with him, which was a lot of fun. My son loves when, you know, his grandpa's in town. They, They do a lot of fun things together. So that's, that's really cool to see how they interact. And me and my dad went and got lunch, hit up the card shop here in in uh, Murray, Utah, overtime cards and just hung out. We had a good time. We recorded a a segment for a podcast that'll come out in October. Um, Just a little preview into that. I'm going to be doing a horror film review as well as talking about horror films um, on every podcast in October. Not to say I'm not going to cover the NFL and obviously the NBA will be starting uh, later in October, but yeah, we have, we have some fun stuff coming in October, uh, because I love horror films. I love Halloween season. I love Halloween season so much. We started decorating our front yard already, and it's not even the f- a full second week <laughs> into uh, September yet. But it's a lot of fun, and now my son's getting into it, which makes it even more fun. So um, I, I want to get into some music talk before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes of the show, if you will. So on the music talk side of things today, I wanted to briefly talk about the 20th anniversary of Jay-Z's The Blueprint. 
which as many hip-hop fans know, many Jay-Z fans know, came out September 11th, 2001, the same day as the attacks on uh, the World Trade Center. So that day itself goes down in infamy. From a world perspective, United States perspective, on the hip-hop side of things, this album meant so much to me in 2001 as a 10th grader, (laughs) a sophomore in high school, from the album starting with the rulers back all the way to the bonus track which jay-z used to do back then uh the girls 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 part two where you know you would play the album Uh, actually it was lyrical exercise then girls 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 part two but you would have the cd you would play it and the last track would be 20 minutes long because the last song would end there would be silence for 30 seconds to a minute then the bonus tracks would come in which was always a lot of fun But this album itself, you have Takeover, which is, in my opinion, and and many people's opinions, one of the best um, diss records ever in hip-hop. Not not the best, but it's up there, top five to top ten. Has Girls, 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 You Don't Know, Heart of the City, Song Cry. This is where... You know, Kanye West production really goes out of the out of this world. Uh, Just Blaze as well. This has Renegade with Eminem. So many great songs on this album. And I can't believe, again, going back to <laughs> feeling old, I cannot believe that this album is going to be 20 years old uh, Saturday the 11th. Just, just insane to me. One other music note I wanted to touch on is that, uh, and I talked about this briefly on the last podcast, is that Drake has dropped Certified Lover Boy, his highly anticipated album that was supposed to come out in January. He dropped that early, early Friday morning. I believe it was like 2 a.m. my time. Um, I don't know how to feel about this album, in all honesty. I've, I've sat with it. I usually like to listen to something quite a few times before I give a um, an opinion on it. There are songs on here that I, that I like, for sure. The album as a whole, it's just okay to me. Like, I expect a lot from Drake, and I don't feel like I got it in this album, especially with how long the album was delayed when it was originally said to be coming out in January. I don't know. I just don't love it. Like, you look at the, I think, what is supposed to be the first single off of the album, the Way Too Sexy song where they sample, I think it's Right Said Fred who has that song back in the uh, 90s. And it's just not a good song. It's with Future and Young Thug, and it's it's a fun song. But like you're the lead single off the album. I don't know. I mean, there are a few, in my opinion, a few high points. And and Drake does come with some really good bars on these songs. Um, you know, you get your singy Drake, which sometimes I love. Sometimes I'm like, eh, whatever. But I don't feel like there's a song on this album that stands out. To where I'm like, yes, like how I'm talking about this Jay-Z album. 20 years ago it came out. In 20 years, are we going to be talking about Certified Lover Boy? I know more than likely, yes, we'll be talking about Drake as an artist. I don't know if there's one song on this album that in 20 years from now we're going to be talking about. And it's kind of disappointing because Drake had put out that Scary Hours 2 earlier in the year. And I thought all three of those songs were really, really good songs. I would have almost liked it if he just would have held on to those, let them come out on this album rather than, you know, releasing kind of an EP earlier in the year. 
But with that said, you know, I still feel like I, I need to give it a little bit more time. I do I do like fair trade. I like champagne poetry. Poppy's home, love all. Knife talk is cool, but not. I don't enjoy way too sexy. <laughs> That's, that kind of sounds funny. Come, the song way too sexy. Really don't love girls want girls with a little baby. But again, maybe this is just speaking to me aging and not having an ear for what the youth likes. I don't know. It's crazy to me. Oh, I do love you only live twice with Lil Wayne and, and Rick Ross. So I don't know. I would love to hear other people's feedback. My two biggest Drake fans that I know are both. One was on vacation over the weekend, and I don't think he really got to sit with it. The other one. Uh, so Rob, my buddy Rob, who's the biggest Drake fan I know. I, I think Drake could fart on a track and Rob would say, you know what? It's cool. It's Listen how he farted right here. I want to talk to him about it. I want to talk to my guy Steady Rock Mike Martinez about it. I want to talk to Crosby Styles about it. Those two guys are both in Mexico. Shout out to them sending Versace pics with Versace shirts unbuttoned halfway on a boat. That's cool. It's cool. Hope you guys are having fun. But I'm I'm interested to see what they think because they are all... Uh, you know, pretty big Drake fans. Love All is a good track off of the album as well with Jay-Z. Jay-Z always comes with the, you know, the bars that you have to listen to. So all in all, Drake certified lover boy. I didn't love, you know, a lot of people shit on the album artwork cover and Drake's never really had the greatest album artwork, um, but it was pretty bad. And I think it kind of fits the album. Like, I don't think we're hearing anything new from Drake on here. I don't, I always look for a, for a banger, right? Is what I call it to set the album off. Not necessarily on the intro because Drake's intros and outros to his albums are always on point. I told uh, steady. It's like either the sun's rising or the sun's going down. <laughs> but as far as this album as a whole it just wasn't great that what is going to be played off of this album again in 20 years from now and i believe drake does have albums like that where there are songs in 20 years you know you still may be listening to some of them especially when you talk about take care when you talk about nothing was the same there's songs on those albums that i think will live forever even views so in any event let's get into it um Coming up, we have the NFL Week 1 preview with my guy Hoop. After that, we will have Roses. But first, a word from my guy, Dre Rocca. Hey, how you doing there? I just wanted to take a quick second and introduce myself. My name is Dre Rocca. That's D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Yes, that is my legal first and last name. Don't at me. And I wanted to welcome you to my podcast, two of them. I have The Unrestricted Show with me, Dre Rocca, and that's where I get to sit down with some of my friends and we chat about life, we chat about new businesses, just everything with me and my homies. And then I also have my other podcast called The Isolation 20 Podcast, where it is mostly just me and we talk about different things from sports to uh, movies and, of course, the Are You Dumb moment where I give somebody 15 seconds of fame for being completely dumb and, you know, I sprinkle in some pranks in there. We have a lot of fun on that podcast. So definitely come on over and uh, give me a listen. Give me a, a, a try, trial version, if you will. Allrock.com is where you can find me. That's A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. And I hope you have the day you deserve. 
All right, finally, week one is here. Week one of the NFL season starts Thursday, and boy, do we have some good games this week. I got uh, Hoop back today to help me walk through some of these games. Uh, The plan for today is we are going to look at six games, discuss the spread uh, as, as Caesars Sportsbook has it, and then we'll just hurry and pick through uh, the rest of the games that don't seem quite as interesting. So, Hoop, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for coming back. Um, Glad to be here. It was it was a nice morning being able to rile up uh, Robert Chacon on the text thread. <laughs> made me happy. So uh, It's just so easy. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Um, so, we start the season. Uh, the very first game, we have the Cowboys going to Tampa Bay to play the defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got news just a couple of days ago that the Cowboys' best offensive lineman, all-pro guard Zach Martin, will miss the game due to being on the COVID-19 list since he tested positive. Uh, here we have the Bucks favored right now by seven and a half. Hoop, um, first off, what do you think about this game, and then are you thinking that they, they cover that? <laughs> <laughs> I... I I, I probably would have taken them to cover that even if Zach Martin was playing. But I think the Cowboys have a lot to still figure out where the Bucks already kind of know what they're doing and they know their way around it. And right. a guy like Tom Brady's not going to let a team come out flat to start the year. He, then they've got experience now and you don't come out after winning a Super Bowl and just lay an egg to start the year. Right. And, and, and he, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw it, there's a rookie defensive tackle out of UCLA, and I, I forget his name now, it called out Tom Brady. In a sense, did you see what he said? Uh-uh. He said that Tom Brady isn't mobile, and if you knock him off of his spot, he isn't uh, quite that good. His quarterback percentage goes down. So this it, is a rookie that, defensive tackle for the Dallas it Cowboys. It might not be <laughs> factually wrong. It, it might not be wrong, but it was definitely not the smartest thing to actually say i wanted to you know my my what i would say to him is like well no shit but he's been playing for 20 something it's no secret that the dude doesn't take off and run he's not gonna get out the pocket and make a lot of plays he's not a russell wilson aaron Rodgers, mahomes type guy we've known that for quite some time now and yet here we are watching his ass still win i think he just keeps winning and eating his strawberries on his tb12 so yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the uh, the Bucks will will win by more than that seven and a half. So go ahead and lock that in. Uh, I, I should uh, I should have said this before. You know, if you take our gambling advice and you lose, we hold no uh, financial responsibility. <laughs> exactly. There we go. I, I have this all in a in, in a document. If you need me to send it to you, and it's you actually it. in the disclosure when you open the podcast. You <laughs> yeah. legally agreed to not come after us. Exactly. All right. Next up, we have the. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers heading to Washington to face the football team. Um, the Chargers are favored by one and a half. Uh, it looks like everyone should be good to go for this game on both sides. Uh, Hoop, where do you see this one landing? Um, I'll, I'll take the Chargers to cover that. I, I know you don't want to hear that. I, I think they're the better football team. Right. I think Herbert is better at quarterback position than... It's magic. As much as I love him, he's a good he's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. Good, yeah, good good quarterback at times. But I'll I'll take the Chargers to cover that. I think when we went over the preseason predictions, one didn't I? Mm-hmm. Chargers going to be pretty solid, like AFC yeah. West champs or up there with right behind the Chiefs, Chiefs anyway, getting in there in the playoffs for the AFC. So I think they start out hot. 
Yeah, this one's hard for me. The reason this is hard for me, uh, besides it being my team, my favorite team, is that <clears throat> in the past, I don't know, five years, we have evidence of Fitzpatrick either balling out or being horrible. And I don't know, first game out of the No middle the ground. Yeah, there's there's no, nothing in there's the middle. no average. Nope, he's, he's not an Alex Smith type where he's going to manage the game and not, not mess up but not win it. So I don't know. I would say if you're betting, it's probably safe to take the Chargers there uh, with the one and a half, you know, assuming that they're just going to win. So the shitty thing would be if the Chargers win by one, then yeah, that sucks. But you would imagine that they'd win by at least a field goal. So, yep, I will go with that as well, even though it hurts my heart. And I, I, the only reason, again, I say this is I don't know what Fitzpatrick will show up. I'm confident in our defense. The damn quarterback position, it always gets you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> next up, we have the Steelers going into Buffalo to face the Bills. Um, as of right now, TJ Watt's status for the game is uncertain. He's in a bit of a contract dispute with the Steelers, and it seems like that's a yearly thing depending on the player in Pittsburgh. There's always some player that is in some type of contract dispute. Uh, right now, Buffalo is getting six and a half points in this game. Hoop, where do you see this one landing? I would actually probably say it's closer than that coming out the gate, but I'm 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 high on the Bills overall record, but even if they win by four, like they still didn't cover. So I yeah. would take the Steelers to cover, but I think the Bills win and I'm not real high on the Steelers, but I think they can keep it close. First game of the season sometimes gets a little sloppy. A lot of these guys right. haven't played in the preseason and professional or not, like still takes a little bit of time to get into a rhythm. But yeah. I'll take uh Buffalo for the win, just not to cover. Yeah, same with me. I, I'm right there with you. I'm I'm ex, I'm excited to see how uh, Najee Harris plays, uh, and then also obviously Josh Allen. See if he elevates his game even more from last year. Um, next game we will go to will be the Cardinals going into uh, Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. The Titans. I thought this was um, kind of a low uh, spread here. The, the Titans are favored by three points. What do you think, Hoop? Um, I think that's just, I think people have believed that Arizona can score enough to keep it close. Mm. And that might be a question on the Titans defense where they think right. the Titans offense is loaded up and they still have questions about their defense and whatnot. But I would say Titans cover that in Tennessee. Um, I, have, I was high on the Titans on our stuff too. Yeah. And I, th- I think their offense will be able to outscore Arizona with new pieces coming in and just still kind of figuring it out and I know a lot of people hate on the air raid system that they run but mm. sometimes that takes a little while to get going yeah yeah I, th- I think the Titans will cover it as well I, I'm I feel like um even going back and listening to what we had I guess Chacon was a little bit higher on the Cardinals than I was but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of talk lately since we did that and it seems like a lot of people are down on the Cardinals even to take last place and i mean nfc west will be very competitive but um a lot of people are down on them for some reason and i can't quite figure it out because I, I think a lot of people hate that offensive system they just don't they don't see it as a successful way of playing football in the nfl because it's mm. so spread out and their run game isn't very good but you can build a good run game if you're drafting yeah. guys and you're like hey we're gonna draft linemen we're gonna get the exact kind we want you can eventually figure out how to run the ball right Okay, so we both have the Titans covering there uh, and winning. So uh, next game we will go to, I added this a little late, but the, this is a very interesting game to me, and I don't know why I didn't have it uh, originally in, in what I had sent you, but the Browns going into Kansas City to face Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. 
right now the Chiefs are favored by six points. Um, this would be a uh, possible revenge game from the playoffs last year, right? Browns going uh, going against Kansas City. Where do you think uh, this lands? Who? Um, I think the Browns cover that. I think the Chiefs find a way to win. Um, but this might be the game of the weekend. Yeah. And when when it all is said and done, it might be one of the most exciting games to watch. I mean, assuming the Browns do what they're capable yeah. of doing, but they're, they're still the Cleveland Browns, so there's always that question. But I would say that Chiefs win, but it's not by a whole, a fee, maybe a field goal, maybe. Okay. I think I'm going to zag on this one. I'm gonna, we, we've agreed in almost everything <laughs> here. I, I think I'm going to go Browns, and I think it's maybe it's just you know one of those early season things, first game. There's, it's a long season. We're not even really worried about the Chiefs you know, being a great team by any means, but I think the Browns have something to prove and they're going to come out. They should all be healthy. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the, the Browns uh, to win. And then obviously, you know, um, not taking the chiefs to cover that spread. So that there's a, there's one game. I'll star that one. There's one game where we disagree. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, we have the Packers uh, playing new Orleans. It was supposed to be in new Orleans, but, Due to Ida, this has been moved to Jacksonville. Um, the Packers are favored by three, and I think this is another one where I felt like it maybe should have been higher. Maybe some questions on the offense, Rogers' uh, offensive line having issues with Bakhtiari being out. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I try to take my bias out of it, but I think moving the game out of New Orleans almost makes it harder on the Saints because that yeah. home field advantage is legit for them. That's a tough place to go in and play with the crowd noise and everything mm-hmm. in there. So I think moving it to Jacksonville helps the Packers a lot and, and is what eventually pushes them to cover that spread. I Everybody's like, oh, Rodgers is this. He missed this time. I, I don't think it matters. No, I with, don't think With so, dudes yeah. like that, it, it's a little bit different. Adams is full go. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, full go. I'll still... I like our chances, and Jameis Winston's finally the guy, but what, what Jameis is going to exactly. be, like, yeah. like we talk about with Fitz Magic, like what Jameis is going to show up, the guy that throws for 450 and five touchdowns or the guy that throws for a buck 85 and four interceptions? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, Packers covering that. Um, and then also you think about like a lot of these guys for New Orleans live in New Orleans, so they're, you know, they've been through a lot of shit this past two weeks anyways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I would lean Packers there as well. Um, all right, well, this is what we're going to do next. We're going to get into a quick, kind of like just a rapid fire, who do you think wins? We, we're not going to break down the lines or talk about the games uh, all that much on these. So first game we have Eagles at Falcons. Who you got? I got the Eagles. All right, there's one where we disagree. Bam, I'll take the Falcons in Atlanta. Vikings at Bengals. I got the Vikings. Same. I wanted to go Bengals, but I just I don't know. I, I'll be Joe cheering Burrow. heavy for the Bengals, <laughs> but if I was betting on it, I'll take the Vikings. Yeah, I, I can't see, you know, this is another one of those where like, okay, how is Joe Burrow? We saw him for, what, a couple plays in, in the offseason, and it's like I just need to see him out there. So I agree. The Bengals have a, a really talented receiving core. I mean, Joe Mixon's a fine uh, running back, but, yep, I'll lean Vikings as well. Ooh, this next one's going to be a barn burner. 49ers at Lions. <laughs> I'll take the 49ers. The Lions are, they're, well, yeah, the Lions aren't going to be very good. They'll be, yeah, they'll, they'll be the Lions. There's a, uh, I wanted to ask you this. There's a, a bet you can make for uh, worst record. 
And right now, it's even odds for the Lions and the Texans. I, I'll take the Texans to have the worst record, especially because they're like, well, I mean, Tyrod Taylor's not terrible. Everybody can hate on the dude, but he's not terrible. Yeah. But he's not Deshaun Watson in that whole situation, and their roster just isn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like an NFL roster. If you look at it, you're like, yeah, okay. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? <laughs> I mean, we, we had the, uh, uh, the I, I think I sent it to you guys, where it showed the Lions receiving core. Right. Yeah, you and, did. And it was like they they had less <laughs> catches than like uh than than Devonte Adams did all last year or some shit like yeah. that. It was insane. <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean they're both going to be really bad, but I I would I would lean towards the Texans as well. Uh, this next game is is going to be pretty interesting. Um, we have Seahawks at Colts. Who do you have there? I'll take the Seahawks in that one. Um, I haven't even seen is Wentz. He's supposed he, to he's play. Supposed to play. Yeah. I'd, I still would trust Wilson yeah. and DK over Wentz and mm-hmm. Pittman or whoever his number one receiver yeah. is. I guess he's still got T.Y. Hilton, huh? Oh, he's out. He had, uh, he had some type of injury come okay, up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll stick Seahawk. Yeah, I will as well. It, it, I, this game is the biggest question mark for me, though, because I don't think we really know what Wentz is a, going to look like this season. I mean, I have a feeling what he's going to look like. But then also the Seahawks are always so good. Colts defense is really good. Mm-hmm. That, I think that'll be a, a, a fun game. Um, all right. Next one, Jets at Panthers. That's two not very good football teams. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll lean Panthers in that one, even yeah. though I, I, I like the potential of Zach Wilson. I'll take the Panthers with McCaffrey and Darnold, who has a, the, a little right. bit more experience and just – I'll take them. Yeah, I'll go with the Panthers as well. The, the, third, the, the third best odds for worst record was the Jets. So, but, you know, it's going to be Lions or Texans in case you want to make that bet. Um, next up, this one would be the least interesting game of the week, the Jags at the Texans. Oh, God, I mean, that's another game that's battle for worst record, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, you would have to think Lawrence... This is the the game he wants to come out of the gate. Yeah, with. like hey, I I can't I can't be a week one bust because yeah. people are gonna hop down his throat no matter what it is. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Jags just because. Yeah, I, you have to just because I just think the Texans are gonna be so awful. Yeah, the Jags obviously were the worst team in the league last year. But that one might end up like six to three and oh, just God. be the shittiest game to watch. <laughs> I really want Lawrence to just ball out and it'd be one of those like first rookie games where he just looks great. But who who the hell knows? Uh, Jags, just as if anyone's wondering, are favored by two and a half in Houston. So final Again. score two to zero. They don't cover. <laughs> Bad beat. <laughs> Damn, that would suck. <laughs> Uh, this next game also, again, I was going to say these are rapid fire, but we, we have some time here. The, the, the Dolphins at the Patriots, this is a really interesting game because, okay, what does Mac Jones look like against a good defense in the NFL? Obviously, we saw what he did in the preseason. Didn't play really great teams, but again, it's the preseason, so you shouldn't hold too much weight with that. Does Tua elevate his game for Miami? I don't know. What? Who do you see winning here? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Dolphins win this one. I think they'll split their season series, so I'll say the Dolphins win this one. And then as Mac Jones gets more experience down the road, mm-hmm. uh, he he's able to lead them. But uh, I'll take I'll take Tua out the gate because I think he's looked better, showed some improvement, signs of 
taking that next step, but yeah, Dolphins win that one. It'll probably be a close game. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game too. I uh, looking at last year's Patriots, they did have uh, uh, some guys that you know due to COVID decided not to play on the defensive end. It was they like also eight, eight or nine guys yeah. for them sat out last year. And if I remember correctly, they're also going to be without Gilmore. Is that right? Um, on the defensive end, so. I'm going to go with Miami as well. Uh, and it, 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 just like you said, it comes down to Jones against Tua. Tua having a little bit more experience, and I think he's going to have a, uh, a better season than he did last year, so I'll go with them. Um, this game, I think, is going to kind of suck as well. <laughs> Broncos at the Giants. Who do you see Ooh. winning here? Yeah, that's going to be an ugly one. I'm going to go. Do we know if Barkley's playing yet? Because uh, that would be ev- the difference yeah, for me. Yeah, everything that I have read is... Uh, Okay, the last update that we have here. Saquon Barkley on week one status. Quote, unquote, we'll see. So. Oh, very reassuring. <laughs> yeah, because that, that would honestly probably make the difference for, I for, so for me on that one. Um, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say Giants regardless just because fuck okay. the Broncos. All right. I'm going to go Broncos. Are we having a, <laughs> so far, we've disagreed on three games. Hell yeah. Um, Sunday night, we get the Bears at the Rams. <sighs> not Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, Andy Dalton, Chicago Bears. And I'm just going to throw the line out there. I think this is the biggest line of the week, if I remember correctly. Oh, nope, tied with the Niners and Lions. Uh, but the Rams are favored by 7.5. What do you think, Coop? I'm going to take the Rams to actually cover that, too. So they, yeah. they, go, they double dip on that. Yeah, I really wish they would just throw fields out there but in this game it's probably not the best idea i'll wait until (laughs) number 99 is not the one right in front of his face for real uh okay monday night and and let me just say this i'm so happy there isn't two monday night football games this year yeah i hate that and because it's always the broncos it's always the raiders and i always have a player in my fantasy that's like playing in that late game i try to stay up and watch it and and we're old so we fall asleep (laughs) and wake up the next day to find out somebody caught a meaningless touchdown to beat us exactly or your guy or your guy uh you maybe had the quarterback and he kneeled and then you lost (laughs) point zero one points and lost the game uh but anyways we get uh one monday night game this year the ravens going into vegas to play the raiders what do you think here who I'll take the Ravens. I, uh, what's the spread on that one? It's four and a half for the Ravens. Ravens cover that. Um, I think so, too. I, I'm just not sold on the Raiders in anything when it comes to them. Like I don't, John Gruden, mm-hmm. I don't, still can't see what he's done. Derek Carr, he'll put up some numbers, but a lot of it comes in garbage time when they're not really trying to do anything. Um, I think Lamar feels motivated to, Prove some things. He's I got some so got too. some more weapons at receiver, so find out if he can throw more. Yeah. Ravens defense is fine. Uh Raiders defense, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh taking the Ravens there. Uh and especially to cover four and a half. That's that seems low. Again, probably because the the Ravens are on the road. So that that's the games for this week. Um, any anything you want to cover, Hoop? Before we head out, any anything you want to talk about? No. Um, D- did you happen to see the dude? He uh, bet a fourteen team parlay on the first week of college games this weekend. Oh my god! Ten bucks. No. Hit all fourteen games. Eighty grand. Oh my god! I might just have to start throwing ten bucks a week and be like, "Hey, <laughs> let's mean, hope it sticks." Yeah. <laughs> like just hit every every NFL game or what? But no, I mean that that was that was the cool sports bet of the week that I saw. Um, 
but no, other than that, yeah. I, I don't really have anything. Okay. You in any fantasy fantasy football player? No, I haven't played fantasy since I won one, and the guy that held the money never paid uh, out. So the the wife is like, the "Oh, worst. you 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 want to just give money to people you don't trust? I'd rather you just bet it through a casino." Hey, well, well, that sounds like permission to me. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, we will, uh, throughout the season, I'll have hoop and I'll have Chacon back. We'll go over the spreads and talk about the games. Hopefully, um, percentage wise, I can beat these guys in my picks right now. And again, it looks like we only had one, two, three different ones recapping. That was the Browns and the Chiefs, where I had the Browns to win. Uh, and hoop had the Chiefs. I, you didn't have the Chiefs to cover that six point, though. Eagles Falcons, you took the Eagles, I took the Falcons, and then Broncos Giants, where Hoop took the Giants, and I took the Broncos. All right, well, we're excited. Hopefully, we're right. Oh, one more. I I did think of one thing because it is that week. It's been 4,301 days since that team down south, BYU, was able to beat Utah in football. And we're going to go ahead and add to that tally because Utah's going to beat the brakes off of them this weekend i I sent out a tweet this morning because (laughs) on the news it's like oh rivalry week the the uh holy war byu utah so i said let me just look at some things here so here's my tweet for those who don't follow me on twitter quote unquote rivalry week for utah byu it doesn't seem like much of a rivalry last time byu won fireflies by al city was the number one song in the nation (laughs) kind of instagram though (laughs) still is (laughs) instagram didn't exist and Barack Obama was in the first year of an eight-year presidency. I appreciate the marketing aspect of the Holy War being a rivalry, but when it's one-sided for so long, uh, can we just call it the Utah-BYU game? Thank you. That is my thoughts on that. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, every BYU fan, well, if they would have played last year. Well, they didn't. Well, if my aunt had a dick, she'd be my (laughs) uncle. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) All right, Hoop, I appreciate it, man. You have a good one. Hey, you too, man. Appreciate it. Give me my roses now, don't wait till I'm underground. Give them the roses now, don't wait till they're underground. All right, roses this week go to a professional wrestler. Yes, that's correct, a professional wrestler. And, and I know what a lot of you are saying or thinking, like, you're way too into wrestling. Why are you doing this? Just listen. So the last couple of weeks, there had been a video on social media circulating of John Cena sitting there watching a, a, a video of a young man who had received, who had gotten one of his armbands. His armbands say, never give up. Got one of those at a live show. Well, that young man's mom had gone into chemotherapy because she had uh, cancer. Well, he gave that armband to his mom and he had told her, you know, John Cena says, never give up, keep this. His mom came came out of it um it's currently in remission and you know john's sitting there watching this video and then the little boy comes in and surprises him tear fest from there the mom comes in tear fest hugs all that the reason i want to give john cena the roses is is, um the make a wish foundation will reach out to stars athletes all of this um you know to to grant a wish for a child who is sick or, or whatever, you know, a person that's sick, whatever the case may be. And, and that may not have a, um, a good chance at surviving. Some of them do, some of them don't. I'm sure you're all, um, very familiar with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. In any event, John Cena in his career at WWE has granted over 650 wishes, 650, which makes him the leading celebrity 
to gift the most wishes for the foundation all time. And you think about how busy he is as a, he was as a wrestler. You think about how busy he is as a, uh, you know, a movie star now coming out with a lot of films. Very, very cool that he takes time to give back to people. This is something that you know, I, I'm in, I'm by no means a famous person, but something where I want to start being able to give back to other people, something I want to instill in my son as well. So the roses this week go to John Cena for his just overwhelming um, charity and love and all of the wishes that he's granted to all of those people um, in need. All right, we will head out now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week. Um, obviously subscribe, rate, and review where you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the will wonder pod and follow me on Twitter at DJ will wonder. See y'all later. Peace.